Welcome to Quit Bleeping Around, a podcast dedicated to helping you achieve more in life. Here's your host, Christina Eanes. Hey, Super Achievers. In this episode, I'm interviewing Melanie Parrish. Melanie, author of The Experimental Leader, is a public speaker, consultant, workshop leader, and master certified coach through the International Coach Federation. Welcome, Melanie. Thank you for joining us today. Hi, Christina. I'm so excited to be here. Well, I like this. I like being, I like being experimental. So I'm excited about this topic. But before we jump into it, uh, can you share a little bit about yourself with the listeners? I would love to. Um, I've been an executive coach and a business coach for over 20 years, which I just can't believe it's been that long, but it has. And um, I love working with leaders. I work with leaders who are in tech or who are leading their own companies. Um, And then I also have done all sorts of other coaching, team coaching. Um, I've done some relationship coaching, the same things that help me work with teams. I've worked with people on like premarital coaching um, and just some fun things. So I love helping people love their lives. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Love their lives. <laughs> yeah, and, and I think my real stake in the ground is around helping them love their lives and their work. Yeah. They love the work that they do. Yeah. Cause that's a big part of our life. It is. And, and it's, it's, um, sometimes it's like where you get your meaning from. Yeah. Or you can get your meaning from there. You can, people find it other ways, but I, I find it more simple if people can actually be, uh, doing work that they love. Oh yeah, definitely. Well, we'll we'll get into we'll give uh, listeners a glimpse into your book, The Experimental Leader. But let's focus on today. How can our listeners be more experimental in their careers? Well, sure. Well, I think that you know, <laughs> there's all sorts of books out there about gig economies and and those kinds of things. But I think that um. All the things when I, when I talk about the experimental leader, I have a 28 year old daughter who's a chef. And so she doesn't really think of herself as a leader. And when my book came out, she kept saying, well, I don't, this doesn't really apply to me. And I was like, Sila, it's like, you can be a leader in your own life. And, uh, and as soon as she started reading the book from that point of view, she found a lot more relevance And so the things that I talk about for organizations like vision and mission and values and, you know, our intents, um, those work for leaders, but they also work just in your own life. Um, So often I'll think about, you know, what's my vision for my life? And my husband and I actually talked about this um, when we got married. We talked about buying a big house and having lots of kids and having the love flow out the windows and doors and down the street. And we don't pull that off every day, but the vision <laughs> of that's really cool. Um, and and so if you think about that as our vision for our lives, then our careers have to fit into that. And um, and so for me, being a coach gave me that freedom to be home at three o'clock. I I um I am available to my children and and so I've created that kind of freedom in my work. Um, and that helps me have that sort of satisfaction. And I've experimented with all sorts of things over the years. You know, I've, I've experimented with having nannies in my house while I work. I've experimented with, um, 
you know, I'm, every time we try something new to get a new out and we want a new outcome, it's an experiment. And so, um, so people experiment with their careers all the time. Every time they make a change, they're conducting a new experiment. Does that make sense? Oh yeah, completely. Yeah. So I think the thing that we don't always do with careers, or I, I see people, or I have clients who've talked to me about switching careers or getting another job is we, we forget to see them as experiments. And so we, we can get ourselves stuck. And so one of the things that's cool about experiments is that you have the freedom to stop them. You don't have to be locked in until the end of time. Yeah. Um, and so if we see a career as an experiment, like, oh, I'd like to go try being this for a while, you can take in information and you can, you can decide if it's, you can collect the data. Do you like the job you're in? What do you like about it? What would you like more of? Um, and it used to be that there was value in staying in a career for, you know, a decade, but I don't think that's true anymore. I think we can sort of experiment up. Um, in our careers. And we can, um, I do think that it's good to stay a year or two, depending on the industry. I, in the tech world, often people stay a year and it's fine. In other industries, you might want two years in um, just to have a resume that looks like you can commit to things and s- solve problems and you don't have any relationship red flags in a, a job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, the, so there's some foundations in the experimenting but after that, I, I believe most people can actually sort of experiment uh, with movement to increase their salary. Um, often, you know, if a place isn't giving you raises and the cost of living is going up, often you have to move in order to uh, get what your value is on the open market. Um, and those are experiments, I think, that are super relevant for people in their work lives. I love the idea of experiment and I love your term experiment up, right? Because it, it, it takes away the, um, well, I'm, I have to be happy here for 30 years <laughs> or, yeah. um, well, and also what else popped up for me was, um, you know, the fear of failure that a lot of people have. If you start seeing things as experiments, it, it almost seems like failure doesn't have as much weight to me. Does that make sense? Yeah. And that's, that's actually foundational in the book is that, you know, I wrote the book for leaders who live and die by their ideas. And, and if we see things as, you know, we're going to commit a million dollars to this and we're going to do it. And if it fails, it fails. Well, it mostly when we're trying something new, it's just an experiment. And if we all get behind it together and we decide where we want to invest in experimenting, and we do kind of small experiments, then, then we don't have to, you know, you don't have to be right or wrong. You can be a data collector. And the same is true in your, um, in your life, in your, in your work, you know, you can experiment, you can, you can use this language with bosses. Um, you know, if you're talking about what your job is for the next year at a performance eval, um, you can say, I'd like to experiment with, you know, doing some work in this area this year. Do you think we could make that happen? And, um, and then you don't even have to like love it at the end, <laughs> at the end, you can go, well, we did that experiment and I found that I didn't like it as much as I thought. So I'd like to experiment with not doing that. <laughs> you're laughing. And I, I think you're laughing because you notice the freedom in this yes. approach. <laughs> 
Yeah, me too. I love the freedom in it. Yeah. How can we, so I'm just trying to think, so how can we, because we get stuck in our, our ways and how we respond to things, how we do things, how can we get more of an experimental mindset in, in realizing that we are maybe being, these things are too weighted or we're looking at it as too much of a commitment or just how can we try that mindset on a little bit more? I think, I think um, the mindset is the most important part that it's like when I was writing my book, there was a lot of talk with my editor and me about, you know, how do you conduct an experiment and that's all in the book and it's all fine. But but the mindset itself, I think, is the most powerful part, the, the thought that it's an experiment. So if you feel like things are too weighty, ask yourself, what's the experiment to try that would be a little bit fun? Um, and because experimenting really is fun um, to, to think, what do I think I might want? And then how would I collect data on that is pretty fun. You know, like, even if we talk about cheese, <laughs> like, <laughs> like I'd like to expand my knowledge of cheese. Well, if you think you have, you should know something because it's a fancy party or something, then it gets really weighty really fast. But if you think I'd like to do some experiments with cheese and you go to the cheese store and you say, I'd like to do some experimenting with cheese and I don't know what I want. There's this incredible freedom for them to make recommendations and then for you to try it and you don't have to like it. You can actually say, well, I experimented with cheese and I found I don't like most of them. Yeah. And, and it's not so heavy. So I think that um, the same is true of our work. I, I'd like to experiment with managing people. Is there a way we could work that in this year? Well, I found I didn't like experimenting with managing <laughs> people. I'd like to do less of that. So it's it's it opens up a dialogue Um and that dialogue is is a deeper conversation than most people are having at work. Yeah. I'm almost thinking too, um, so a couple of things there. One, I can see an indicator would be a, a heavy feeling like, oh, right. Um, so that could be a sign that you need to maybe look at as, as more of an experiment. Or fear. Um, or if yeah, or fear. If, yeah. If you're doing something you're afraid of the outcome. You're probably doing an experiment and you haven't negotiated um what happens if it doesn't work. Yeah. So it's yeah. that negotiation, like, hey, we've decided to do this. It's it's shifting um the responsibility from one people, one person to many in the organization. So yeah. So if, if I have an idea and the, and the organization invests in Melanie's idea and Melanie's idea is not a good idea, then Melanie loses something when the idea fails. But if Melanie brings an experiment to the organization, the organization goes, that sounds like a really well thought out experiment. We don't know what's going to happen, but let's try it and let's invest these dollars. And Melanie, can you be in charge of that experiment? And can you collect a lot of data so we can evaluate it later? Probably if I come back and I say, well, we collected a lot of data. I thought it was a good idea and it wasn't. It didn't do what we wanted it to do. Can we try this experiment? And I come up with the next iteration. Then we're taking, this is, this is like the land of innovation. Oh, yeah. Like because you're in constant improvement, because you're looking for the next step, you're, you're 
And, and this supercharges organizations, but it can also supercharge your career because you're having a different conversation with the people that you're working with. Oh, I love it. It's just like incredibly freeing. I was just thinking sometimes uh, when I d- throw a bunch of stuff together from the fridge, I'll tell my husband, this is an experiment. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's a great example. So if it fails miserably, it's okay. It was just an experiment. So <laughs> yeah, I, we had these friends and they, they were actually, um, they're, one of them is still alive, one of them is not, but they were the founders of evolutionary psychology like super superstar psychologists and they um they dreamt up evolutionary psychology and we used to go to their house for dinner and they were experimenters through and through <laughs> not only would they throw out these ideas over dinner for like that would be a good dissertation that would be a good dissertation that would be a good dissertation which was sort of astounding when you think of most people taking several years to come up with a dissertation oh yeah they would just experiment with food. And so sometimes they were amazing cooks because they made something they'd made once before. But many, many times the food would be marginal because they were trying something with <laughs> banana leaves or, you know, a new masa or, you know, some crazy food trip they were on, lettuce soup. Like who knew what they were going to try on any given meal? And they were not daunted by the idea of having house guests. They would, <laughs> they would experiment all the way. And, and I, I have such fond memories of them for that. Oh, well, and I'm just, I'm just having, I'm, I'm loving this feeling of freedom with experiment because I'm, I'm thinking back to, I always thought in my career before, I, I don't know, freedom after 40, but in my career, like I had to, I had to work my way up into management. I had to work my way up into then executive leadership and all of that stuff. And it's these beliefs of I've got to do this. But if you start looking at it as, Hey, I'm going to experiment with this, or I'm going to experiment with management to see how it feels and see if it's something I really want to do. It it kind of, I don't want to say goes around those beliefs that we've developed, but it it certainly helps negate, uh, I think some of their negative impacts. And think about the freedom that if you're leading a team, if you're in charge of, you know, the destinies of others, think about how it feels for them to talk about it as experimenting. So we have partners in my business. You know, we have somebody who helps with our podcast, who does all our production. And we have these conversations internally, which is like, well, right now we're experimenting with, um, you know, this kind of communication or this kind of booking or this kind of, you know, whatever. So we talk about it as experiments and then we sort of talk about whether or not we like that experiment and is there a strategy change that we need? Yeah. I I think that gives people more freedom. <laughs> There's that word again, um, to give feedback too. Uh, like, especially like, cause one of the things that I like to do is, is get people to, you know, give feedback on their impact on others. And it almost makes, it gives people permission. If you say, Hey, I'm experimenting with my emotional intelligence. I'm working on doing this and that. And then it helps. I I would think someone give feedback on that because it's an experiment. It's not about like the person, if that makes sense. Well, and even on the quality of work, like, like say somebody shows me graphics, 
I can say, I see what you're trying to do there. And I like that you tried it, but I don't think it quite works. Let's try something different. Like, I'm not actually saying it's an experiment, but I'm using the language of that to give feedback. I see what you tried. I liked it, but it wasn't like, oh, that's wrong. That's icky. It was, I like what you tried, but it's not that I think we should switch to this direction. It's, it's like that language of experimenting. I I love that the word freedom keeps coming up because I do think that there's real freedom. The other thing is that you open feedback loops at every layer. And um, I use the principles of the experimental leader a lot in parenting. Um, And it works really well there too. You know, it's the same kind of, what are we going to try next? You know, my cousin, my husband and I'll have a conversation like, oh my gosh, our kid doesn't do his homework. What are we going to try next? And, and then we go, oh, well, that didn't work. (laughs) You know, we've had these conversations where he's like, man, you have backed yourself into a corner. You have issued an ultimatum and I don't know how you're going to get out of it. And I'm like, I think I have to try something new. <laughs> and I'll even go to my kid and go, Hey, I, I think I screwed up. I, I can't get myself out of this. We got to, we got to try something new. What are we going to do next? And, and so we use that language and it, again, it creates this freedom that we're not, I don't have to be the boss. I just tried something in the parenting realm. And, uh, and there's that freedom to try something else at every layer. Yeah. And I also like that you, like, for example, parenting or leadership, workplace, home, whatever, um, included the other in that conversation, right? So yeah. I, I did actually did that with my son too, when he was having trouble with school. I'm like, okay, we've tried this, this, and this. What do you recommend we try next? <laughs> yes, right? Yeah. Yes, that's a great example of experimentation. Like you're actually experimenting. And we do experimenting all the time, but we beat ourselves up for not getting it right or others beat us up for not getting it right. To call it an experiment frees us from that judgment. Yeah. Oh, I love it. So freedom. <laughs> freedom. It's all about freedom. It's also there about feedback loops and sharing the responsibility. Because yeah. if you're having that open dialogue, you get more than one mind working on things and, you know, in a innovation and in any kind of innovation, the more minds you have, the more chance you have at a, an idea that will be the right, the experiment that takes you to the next level. Yeah. Freedom to grow Mm -hmm. and improve. Nice. Well, can you share a little bit about your products and services to our, uh, for, for our listeners? Well, I mean, the biggest thing I'd love to do is just, um, I'd love to give all of your listeners a copy of my book and they can get that at uh, www.digitalbook.experimentalleader.com. So I'd love for them to get that and uh, they'll get some emails after that'll um, tell them a little more about us. And uh, that's fantastic. I, I would love to get to know the people, your listeners too. Awesome. I will make sure that gets in the uh, description. Thanks. All right. Yeah. Oh, sure. Sure. So we're at that point where you share your final piece of advice with our listeners. Oh, well, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a big advice giver. I'm a question answerer. <laughs> so I guess I'll ask a question. So my question is, um, what would you like to have change? in your career in the next two years? And what experiments will you try? Ooh, I love leaving them with a question. (laughs) Okay, there you have it. Go reflect, people. (laughs) 
and go experiment. Oh, that's it. <laughs> oh, thank you so much for joining us today, Melanie. This was really fun. Thanks, Christina. If you'd like to learn more about Melanie, go to digitalbook.experimentalleader.com. Interested in expanding your employee development program? Visit ChristinaEans.com to look at the many workshops Christina has available for you.